continuing where I left off with John Milton from Paradise Lost. Thou art my father, thou my author, thou my being gavest me. Whom should I obey but thee? Whom follow? Thou wilt bring me soon to that new world of light and bliss. Among the gods who live at ease where I shall reign, at thy right hand, voluptuous, as beseems thy daughter and thy darling without end. Thus saying from her side the fatal key, sad instrument of all our woe, she took, and towards the gate rolling her bestial train, forthwith the huge portcullis high up drew, which but herself, not all the Stygian powers could once have moved. Then in the keyhole turns the intricate wards and every bolt and bar of massy iron or solid rock with ease unfastens. On a sudden open fly with impetuous recoil and jarring sound, the infernal doors and on their hinges great harsh thunder that the lowest bottom shook of Erebus. She opened, but to shut, excelled her power. The gates wide open stood. That with extended wings a bannered host of under spread ensigns marching might pass through. With horse and chariots ranked in loose array, so wide they stood and like a furnace mouth cast forth redounding smoke and ruddy flame. Before their eyes in sudden view appear the secrets of the hoary deep, a dark illimitable ocean without bound, without dimension, where length, breadth, and height, and time and place are lost, where eldest night and chaos, ancestors of nature, hold eternal anarchy amidst the noise of endless wars, and by confusion stand. For hot, cold, moist, and dry, four companions fierce, strive here for mastery, and to battle bring their embryon atoms. They around the flag of each his faction, in their several clans, light-armed, or heavy, sharp, smooth, swift, or slow, swarm populous, unnumbered as the sands, a barca or sirene's torrid soil, levied to side with warring winds and poise their lighter wings, to whom these must adhere. He rules a moment, chaos umpire sits, and by decision more embroils the fray by which he reigns. Next him, high arbiter, chance governs all. Into this wild abyss, the womb of nature, and perhaps her grave, of neither sea, nor shore, nor air, nor fire. But all these, in their pregnant causes, mixed confusedly, and which thus must ever fight, unless the almighty maker them ordain. His dark materials to create more worlds, 
Into this wild abyss the wary fiend stood on the brink of hell and looked a while, pondering his voyage. For no narrow frith he had to cross, nor was his ear least peeled with noises loud and ruinous to compare great things with small. Then when Bellona storms with all her battering engines bent to raise some capital city, or less than if this frame of heaven were fallen. And these elements in mutiny had from her axle torn the steadfast earth. At last his sail broad vans he spreads for flight and in the surging smoke uplifted, spurns the ground. Thence many a league is in a cloudy chair ascending, rides audacious. But that seat soon failing meets a vast vacuity. All unawares, fluttering his pennons vain, plumb down he drops ten thousand fathom deep. And to this hour down had been falling, had not by ill chance a strong rebuff, some tumultuous cloud, instinct with fire and nitre, hurried him as many miles aloft. The fury stayed quenched in a boggy Sirtis, neither sea nor good dry land. Nigh foundered, on he fares, treading the crude consistence, half on foot, half flying, behooves him now both oar and sail, as when a griffon through the wilderness with winged course o'er hill or moory dale. Pursues the Eramaspian, who by stealth had from his wakeful custody purloined the guarded gold. So eagerly the fiend o'er bog or steep through strait, rough dancer rare, with head, hands, wings, or feet pursues his way, and swims or sinks or wades or creeps or flies. At length the universal hubbub wild of stunning sounds and voices all confused, borne through the hollow dark, assaults his ear with loudest vehemence. Thither he plies undaunted to meet there whatever power of spirit of the nethermost abyss might in that noise reside, of whom to ask which way the nearest coast of darkness lies bordering on light, when straight behold the throne of chaos and his dark pavilion spread wide on the wasteful deep with him enthroned. Sat sable vested night, eldest of things, the consort of his reign, and by them stood Orcus and Aids, and the dreaded name of Demogorgon, Rumor next, and chance, and tumult, and confusion, all embroiled in discord, the thousand various mouths, to whom Satan turning boldly thus, ye powers and spirits of this nethermost abyss, chaos and ancient night, I come no spy with purpose to explore, to disturb the secrets of your realm, 
that by constraint wandering this darksome desert, as my way lies through your spacious empire, up to light. Alone and without guide, half lost, I seek what readiest path leads, where your gloomy bounds confine with heaven, or if some other place from your dominion won, the ethereal king possesses lately thither to arrive. I travel this profound, direct my course. Directed, no mean recompense it brings to your behoof. If I that region lost, all usurpation thence expelled, reduced to her original darkness in your sway, which is my present journey, and once more erect the standard there of ancient night, yours be the advantage all. Mine, the revenge. Thus Satan and him, thus enarcled with faltering speech and visage, encompassed, answered, I know thee, stranger, who thou art, that mighty leading angel who of late made head against heaven's king, though overthrown, I saw and heard, for such a numerous host, Flood not in silence through the frighted deep with ruin upon ruin, route on route, confusion worse confounded. And heaven gates poured out by millions her victorious bands, pursuing. I upon my frontiers here keep residence. If all I can will serve, that little which is left so to defend, encroached on still through your intestine broils, weakening the scepter of old night. First hell, your dungeon stretching far and wide beneath. Now lately heaven and earth, another world, hung o'er my realm, linked in a golden chain to that side heaven from whence your legions fell. If that way be your walk, you have not far. So much the nearer danger, go and speed, havoc and spoil and ruin are my gain. He ceased, and Satan stayed not to reply, but glad that now his sea should find a shore, with fresh alacrity and force renewed, springs upward, like a pyramid of fire into the wild expanse. And through the shock of fighting elements on all sides round environed wins his way. Harder beset and more endangered than when Argo passed through Bosphorus betwixt the jostling rocks. Or when Ulysses on the larboard shunned Shardabis and by the other whirlpool stirred. So he, with difficulty and labor hard, moved on. With difficulty and labor, he, that he once passed soon after when man fell. Strange alteration, sin and death amain, following his track, 
such was the will of heaven. Paved after him a broad and beaten way over the dark abyss, whose boiling gulf tamely endured a bridge of wondrous length, from hell continued, reaching the utmost orb of this frail world, by which the spirits perverse with easy intercourse pass to and fro, to tempt or punish mortals, except whom God and good angels guard by special grace. And now I lost. <coughs> But now at last the sacred influence of light appears, and from the walls of heaven shoots far into the bosom of dim night, a glimmering dawn. Here nature first begins her farthest verge in chaos to retire, as from her outmost works a broken foe, with tumult less and with less hostile din, that Satan with less toil and now with ease wafts on the calmer wave by dubious light, and like a weather-beaten vessel holds gladly, gladly the port through shrouds and tackle torn, or in the emptier waste resembling air, weighs his spread wings at leisure to behold far off the empty real heaven, extended wide in circuit, undetermined, square around, with opal towers and battlements adorned of living sapphire, once his native seed, and fast by hanging in a golden chain this pendant world, in bigness as a star of smallest magnitude close by the moon, thither full fraud, with mischievous revenge accursed, and in a cursed hour he hides. Here ends the second book of Paradise Lost.